Hello everyone and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm your host, Eliho Paringshaw, and I'm glad that you're here today. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing because Jesus has already extended healing to us and sometimes it's our job to step in and receive that for ourselves. We are in a series right now called Now What? We are talking about what do we do now after the divorce, after the betrayal, the loss of the job, whatever it is, and how are we supposed to live now? In this episode today, I'm going to be talking with Brooke D. Peterson, the founder of Well Women Co. Brooke is a health coach and author of the book Food Freedom, Stop Hiding and Uncover Who You Are Meant to Be, and the founder of Well Women Co. And she has a podcast of the same name as well. She is an incredible person with so much insight and wisdom. And today we're going to be talking about how to live physically well after the hardship that you've gone through. So without further ado, let's just get into this episode and be blessed. How you doing, Brooke? Great. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited that you're here again. This is your second time on the podcast. Wow. Such an honor. Yes. No longer a rookie. No. <laughs> on Hope Reclaimed. But you have your own podcast, too. I do. Yep. Well Women Co. Podcast. How is it going? It's going good. We are kind of planning for our first official season. Nice. You know, I think when you first start a podcast, you just do a lot of things, and then you um, figure yeah. out what it, what it really is. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for a season official one and for having Hope Reclaimed. Okay. Featuring Hope Reclaimed on the podcast. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be totally my honor. I'm really, really excited that you are here and that you're on the podcast with me today because we are continuing this series, as I've said, um, on Now What, which is this this time where we're really given like a reset, kind of the... Um, the crisis has happened, the the acute pain has left in a sense, which is great and it feels refreshing, but now what do we do? How do we choose to live? And um, and you are in the health, nutrition, fitness space. And as I as I said in your bio, I mean you you're doing it all and you're doing it really, really well, and you can speak to this. Um, praise God, you don't know what divorce is like personally, but we're given these opportunities in these life altering times to now, now how are we choosing to live? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you to talk a little bit about what is health and how do we choose to live healthfully kind of in these, in these transition moments of, of life. Yeah. I love that question. And this is one of the topics I'm most passionate about. Um, So I think health, you know, if I were to summarize it in a scripture is 3 John 2. And this is something that I've known for a long time, but I think even more recently, it's been the epitome of what my perspective of health. And it's this, it says, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. I love this verse because it encapsulates it all. It talks about that all may go well with you. So you could think about my relationships, mending relationships, my finances, my, um, my career. And then it would be, we would be in good health, like our physical health. We'd feel awesome in our clothes. We'd feel strong. We'd feel energy. We'd be able to sleep well as it goes well with our soul. Like our soul, talking about our mind, our will, our emotions. Yeah. And I think this verse puts it in perfect perspective. And there's such a key in here that I think a lot of times we miss because it's, the key is this. It says that we would prosper 
and be in good physical health to the degree that our soul is healthy. Hmm. And so right off the bat, I just want to encourage those that are listening, if you're in the midst of trauma, if you're you're post-trauma, um, or maybe even just in transition, yeah, you don't necessarily yeah. have to be in trauma, that all three parts of us are important. Yeah. Um, and having faith that the Lord actually wants you to prosper in yeah. your relationships, in your body, um, and certainly in your mind. Yeah, and I think that goes back to John 10.10. I, yeah. I mean, I, 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 say, I think I say this for probably every podcast because it's been so pivotal for me to yeah. dig into that, that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came that we have life and have it abundantly. Yeah. So it's like in every aspect, God wants abundance for us. He mm-hmm. came to bring that, not just... Um, you know, not, not just in one aspect. Um, you know, this is, this podcast is going out in the new year. So there's a lot of people making resolutions, making, um, you know, declarations of how they're going to choose to go to the gym or eat healthy, which is great. But what does that mean? (laughs) And how do we do that effectively in light of this verse three, third Mm -hmm. John two? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is such a loaded question because (laughs) there's, you know, a hundred different people with a hundred different goals and perspectives. Yeah. Um, but I think first of all, you have to really look at your season of life and the margin you have. Yeah. So, okay, what's my season? Am I in a state of trauma? Am I in a state of transition? Well, that's going to actually dictate your health goals and how you go after them. Right. And then also like, what's my margin? Do I have a hectic schedule right now? Okay, then maybe going to the gym six or seven days a week isn't feasible for me. Yeah. Um, What's your financial margin? You know, maybe you're someone who doesn't have a lot of time, but you have the margin financially to hire a nutritionist or to hire support so that you can outsource that in a sense. Right. So you really have to like just take a look at your life, at your season, at your margin and decide for yourself like what is my goal what's Mm -hmm. my vision for my physical body yeah what's my vision for my physical strength and Ellie you and I were talking about this earlier Mm -hmm. this is something that I like to do periodically is actually sit down with the Lord in a quiet space this doesn't have to be an hour this could be five minutes yeah and ask him for a vision of your physical health because we're talking about physical health today and the Holy Spirit is so good and faithful Mm -hmm. to actually do that and so again this is um, starting from more of a spiritual foundation before we get into the practicals. But I'd say first things first, like get yourself in a quiet spot, yeah. maybe grab a cup of coffee, do this in the morning when your mind's fresh, and just ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what is your vision for my body? Not my vision for my body. Yes. Because I think, yeah, I mean, I don't want to interrupt, but like a lot of times we, we, we have this idea of what we want to look like, what, what health Yeah should look like because it looks like that on Instagram. But if that's not the way that God wants us to be healthy or that's not how he is calling us to be healthy, this is pivotal. Yeah. So really, like I said, closing your eyes and not trying to manufacture something with your creativity, but almost viewing that time and seeing your thoughts as like a passerby, you know, like an observer. Yeah, okay. And and Like a fly on the wall of your own life. (laughs) Like let the image come, you know, Mm. to in let the Lord download in a sense an image. And so, and then grab a hold of that. Like, 
what do you look like? What's the expression on your face? Hmm. How are you showing up every day? What's your attitude like when you wake up, you know, in regards to that person that you see? Um, and again, some of us that are less visual, that might be challenging. But the point is to start from that place of like, what is my season? What's the, what's yeah. in partnership with the Lord? Yes. Like you said, in yes. partnership with the Lord, our faith, like, um, I start off my book, Food Freedom, with this verse before anything else. It says, I will awaken with your form and be fully satisfied, fulfilled in the revelation of your glory in me. Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. That is so good. Where is that? That's in Psalm 17, 15. I will okay. awaken with your form and be mm. fully satisfied. So if we can start wow. with the number one faith that God actually wants to be healthy me to be healthy yes. he cares about my physical health he, he created your body yes. so of course he cares about the health yes. of your body and then if we can have the perspective in the journey because some of us aren't where we want to be right yeah. and that can be really frustrating <laughs> but if we still wake up every morning of like okay I'm on this journey I'm not going to stay here but even in the midst of that I'm actually still fully satisfied because yeah. Jesus your revelation is being magnified through my life exactly how my physical body is right now with faith that in partnership with him and doing the right things practically Mm -hmm. like I'm going to continue to progress physically yeah so I mean a huge a huge part of this is uh, of of things that we we struggle with I think um as women but men as well is the comparison of comparing ourselves to other people what we see or even our former selves um, the picture from 10 years ago or yeah, something or like the clothes that are still hanging in our closet that we don't fit into anymore. The but- glow up challenge. Have you seen this? Like the no. glow up thing? Yeah. On Facebook or Instagram, people oh, post gosh. like the 10 year. You oh know, 10 yes. Years, the, t- the, the-, the glow up. And I kind of hate that. I'm like, good for you. You look awesome. You look better than you did 10 years ago. Yeah. I don't know. It's just this thing. We're just obsessed with it, right? Yeah, we and are. But it's also, it can be so shaming too yeah. of our former selves. Yes. So even like, you know, if maybe you've, you know, you've lost a significant amount of weight, there can be a shaming of that person right. that yes. you used to be. That's the thing that gets That's me. Yeah. really, we, we have to hold these things really carefully because at any moment we are doing, I believe... For the most part, we are doing the best we can. Yeah. And yeah. Um, especially if we're coming out of a series, a season of crisis where for me, um, when I was going through my divorce, I um, I was I was eating. I was like, I could eat. That was a comfort for me. Mm-hmm. So like food became, food became a comfort for me. And then I would use exercise to counteract that and as a discipline for, for um, my food consumption. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but then at the same time, I really enjoyed exercise. And so I was telling myself, anyway, we're, that, that's not what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. But then I came out of that when I wasn't grieving as hard anymore. And I had to look and think, okay, what does health mean for me now? And what is my relationship with food? And what does exercise mean? Um, and so, but then I needed to be very careful in holding those things. Um, I don't know. It's 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 extremely complicated, and mm-hmm. I think what you're saying, like we have got to go back to the Lord about what He says about us mm-hmm. and what His vision for our physical health means. Yeah, yeah. I think twofold. So I could touch on just real briefly, since this is the main point today. We're talking about okay, we're we're taking the next step forward, but if, if we were to rewind in this process, if I put myself in a place of of trauma or you know recent heartbreak. 
um, and I was experiencing this, I think recognizing that your physical body is actually in a state of trauma. And so, yeah. you know, if I put myself in that position, I, I would hope to look at, you know, set up, you know, maybe you're in counseling, mm-hmm. maybe you're trying to surround yourself with community, you're trying to grieve through this mm-hmm. um, in a way that will help you heal. But also on the physical side of things, because that's what we're talking about today as well, really setting up a, a plan of like, okay, how am I going to nourish my body right now? And not in a sense that is restrictive or that's obsessive, but understanding that your physical body is in a state of trauma, which means that you almost have to view your body as this high caliber machine or like a professional athlete would. Yeah. Because you're going through, in a sense, intense training, intense breathing. So your physical body actually needs more nutrients. So that could be like, okay, for the next three months, you know, we're going to cut out processed sugar. We're going to cut out stimulants like caffeine or chocolate. Again, and and, and, I know, (laughs) I I know chocolate, we can, we'll make an exception for chocolate. There's always an exception for chocolate. Um, But the, and again, this, man, based on someone's personality, this could look differently. Yeah. But I think really being mindful of saying, okay, our body actually has different demands in this time. So I actually have to nourish it differently and so Mm -hmm. for some people that know a lot about nutrition that's going to be easy for you You can kind of set up those boundaries for others that might feel way overwhelming especially in the state of trauma then there's people that can help you with that yeah so enlisting them to sort of be on your team and then the same thing physically in that state of trauma okay maybe for you really processing through this grief means more intense physical exercise yeah maybe for someone you're like okay i actually need to like calm my nervous system and my body after this so I'm going to practice you know long walks whatever that looks like but setting up like a time frame what do you need three or six months to follow something pretty specifically as not being obsessive but it's another guardrail in this healing process yeah and then moving beyond that of like okay well I'm past the acute grieving you know I'm moving on now what do I do with my body then it's sort of the same thing we talked about. Like, mm-hmm. what's what's my goal? What's my vision? And setting up ourselves for a plan of success. And we were talking about this as well before the podcast. But for women, because of how our physiology is put together, really trying to stick with something for three months. Even when we're talking about the new year. This is time, yeah. right? So we get a plan or we get an idea in our head of like, I'm going to do the whole 30 or whatever it is for you. (laughs) Those are all great things. But for women, you have to understand you need to stick with something, the same sort of strategy for at least three months for your body to really register those lifestyle changes, that diet change, that physical exercise change. So that's just like for women's hormones or why, why is that exactly? Yeah. Like three, you could think of it three months because it's like assuming three cycles Okay, okay. for a woman's physiology to sort of catch up per se yeah, to yeah. a new lifestyle change. For guys um, who are listening, I almost said dudes. <laughs> There's dudes that listen. Yeah. Men, strong actually, men. I have a lot of men that listen to yeah, podcasts, I know you. which is great. Yeah. Yes. And they are super amazing and I can't wait to. Reclaimed men. Yes. yes. Love it. <laughs> but, but for men, you know, lucky, lucky guys, it's more like six to eight weeks. Oh, wow. You know, right. so you can, if you stick to something, if you're a guy listening, if you stick to a um, new workout plan at the gym or um, diet, you know, quote, yeah. light lifestyle change you're working on, yeah. stick with something for six weeks mm-hmm. and gauge like, okay, is this leading me further or okay. closer to my goal so and you can tweak from there. So their body is typically like, it can bounce or get used to 
a lifestyle change yeah. easier than yeah. like, like guys or quicker. Out, yeah. I don't want to say easier. Guys can like cut out pop and like a chip, and then they'll they'll and drop like, five pounds in a week. <laughs> like and a single happy. chip. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna eat the whole bag except for one. Yes, chip. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, guys, you're awesome, and we love you for that. Oh, Thank yes. you. But for women, it's a little bit more challenging, yes. and especially with stress. Like stress is a huge aspect of holding on to weight for women. And you know, of course, this isn't this podcast is not just about like fat loss or anything like that. This is about holistic health. But a part of that can be like fat loss and like the practicalities of of uh I don't know, losing weight. Right. Yeah. Yeah, let's just go there because yeah, it's let's the first why not. Of the year and I know all about this and um, I mean, this is what you do. This is your job. Like you, you are a health coach, and you work with women who are trying to figure out their body, their 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 physiology to to kind of tailor nutrition yeah. for them. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, I love helping um, women and as a byproduct, you know, men and families understand how their Definitely. body works, yeah. understand what food works best in their bodies, and really giving them the tools to be able to take that and run with it for the rest yeah. of their life yeah. instead of yeah. the yo-yo diet that culture typically wants to portray for us. Mm-hmm. So going back, you know, talking about stress, right, and especially even if you're past that point of acute trauma, I'm assuming that there's still seasons of stress. You know, maybe maybe it's holidays. Yes. Maybe it's seeing someone else get married or mm-hmm. the people's families increasing and you're in this place of like, man, I'm so grateful that the Lord has healed me, but this still hurts. Yes. And I'm still experiencing stress the physically for sure. as a result. Yeah. And so we need to talk about that a little bit. We started out talking about Third John. I pray that all may go well with you. You may increase in physical health as it is with your soul. So going back to this whole idea of your physical health can only rise to the level that your soul is healthy. So what is your soul? Your soul is your mind, mm-hmm. your will, and emotions. So when we talk about this on a physical level, your body, our bodies operate on two modes and two modes only, and there's not an in-between. Hmm. So this is fight or flight mode yeah. or rest and digest. And these are both great modes. Yes, important modes. God created our bodies to be able to react and respond and also to rest and digest. So why this is so critical is because when our body is in a state of fight or flight, um, well, first of all, I'll just read if that's okay. Yeah, totally. A few of the the symptoms of fight or flight. So if you can relate to any of these these symptoms, this is a good chance that you're operating in fight or flight either occasionally, which we all do, or chronically. So the first one is our heart rate increases. Mm. Um, Second is our pupils dilate. You're like, I have no idea if my pupils are dilating. (laughs) But it's just just one of the side effects. Your muscles contract. Oh, that's real. That's real. That's real, yeah. So I want you to think about maybe someone's driving right now. Check your grip on your steering wheel. (laughs) Okay. If yep. your grip on your steering wheel, you're finding yourself like, why am I like holding so tight? It's not going anywhere, you know, type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or you find yourself like clenching your jaw a lot. Or oh, that's me. You're you're just like tense. Well, that's your shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I just tense my shoulders. Yeah. All, yeah. But yeah. I carry all my t- my tension there. Another one is saliva production is reduced. Um, so like your mouth gets dry. Yes. And why that's important and why that has a cascade effect is because that affects your digestion. Saliva oh, is critical right. to start to actually digest your food. 
Um, your body uses the energy to prepare to fight, respond, or protect. And so your body is actually activated by fear, wow. anxiety, threat of danger, and or nutritional deficiency. And so, again, I want to just bring to people's attention because you might be like, I'm a pretty chill individual. You yeah. know, my, my emotions are okay. But that doesn't mean that you're not in fight or flight. If your thoughts right. are constantly racing, if you have a hard time going to sleep because you're thinking about the day or past events or what's going on tomorrow, if you're, you know, kind of always on edge, yeah, um, you're actually hindering your physical results because your body, number one, isn't able to digest the food and the nutrients that you're eating. So you could be eating a perfect diet, but you could actually be nutri- nutrient deficient. Because you're not, your, your body not is unable it. to yep. absorb you're, it. Wow. You're not absorbing it. And so that means that, number one, you can get hungrier. And so you're overeating, mm-hmm. trying, your body's trying to signal you, I need nutrients, but it can't absorb it because you're in this constant chronic state. So it can lead to weight gain, right? Yep. Um, or it can lead to weight loss resistance if you're someone mm-hmm. who's in the gym, but you're still constantly, you know, in this mode, your your body can't release anything. Right, it w- wants to hold on to it because it's like, yeah. well, what if? Yeah, you know, what if something happens? Yeah, like your 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 body is in survival mode. Yeah. So in a second, I'd love to talk about like how do we actually change our physiology to yes, switch please. out of that mode. Um, but real quick, we'll talk about okay, that's fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, what rest is rest and digest? What is rest and digest? Okay, well, your heart rate drops. Right, it's really inverse. Your muscles yeah. relax. Your saliva production increases, a.k.a. you can actually digest, start to digest mm-hmm. and break down your food properly. Digestive enzymes are released. The body uses its energy to heat, detox, nourish, mm-hmm. digest, and strengthen the immune system. You get sick less. And the body is activated by relaxation, rest, and positive thinking. So wow. these two modes, right, when you're in rest and digest you can actually absorb the food that you're eating yeah you can your your hormones can balance you can get better sleep you can actually utilize the great nutrients that you're putting into your body Mm -hmm. um and your body feels safe to release what it needs to release aka detox um (laughs) extra weight inflammation all those things and so these two modes a fight or flight mode or the rest and digest mode They're both critical, but so many of us, especially after a season of trauma, we're living in this fight or flight and we're not even aware of it. And And we're so used to it. Yeah. We've been living there forever. So it's like, this is normal. Yeah. And so the key of like, okay, I hear what you're saying, Brooke, but how do I actually switch out of these modes? Yeah. Well, there's a couple different ways to do that. And the key really lies, um, number one, in your mind that we mentioned, Um, And number two, you can follow that up with your body. Mm -hmm. And so this is an area I think that the church has not talked about so much because we Mm -hmm. get afraid of words like mindfulness and Mm -hmm. meditation because those can, you know, the with Eastern culture, Eastern medicine, it just gets twisted, right? But um, like Bill Johnson has said, just because there's counterfeit dollars doesn't negate the fact that I still use or, you know, yeah, real dollars. real dollars. <laughs> so there's keys in this whole mindfulness movement that are yeah. absolutely Jesus-inspired. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yes. And so the practice of, you know, mindfulness and meditation really do help switch off your fight-or-flight mode and switch it into rest and digest. Yeah. 
Um, and so if someone is like totally new to yeah. mindfulness or meditation, what does that even mean? It feels scary. Like, do I have to go to yoga for that? Well, you could. Um, <laughs> Am I going to be like weird and like right, eat granola all of right. a sudden? Or what, is that, what does that mean? I mean, on a super simple term of literally how to f- switch our modes, right? Mm-hmm. Is, and I talk about this in my book, Food Freedom is a four, seven, eight breath. Mm-hmm. So this is like simple breath work where you. you this was pivotal for me. I learned, I learned this when I was going through my divorce and it was, wow. it changed the game for me. It was, it saved me from panic attacks. So how did you? Oh, sorry. I'm... No, I, I love <laughs> yeah, to hear. Yeah. Like, what, so what, four, what four, seven, four, seven, eight okay. was what I did. Okay. So Perfect. I would, I would inhale through my nose for, yeah. on a four count. Yeah. I would hold my breath for seven yeah. counts and then eight counts. I would release the breath slowly. Exactly. And then I would just keep doing that until my, until my, um, my, my heart rate yes. would, would go down. Perfect. It was, but it's amazing how, how it works. Yes. Sometimes when you are so anxious and you are in that fight or flight mode, like, especially, I mean, I struggled with panic attacks. I I talk about that a lot on the Mm -hmm. podcast. And if I was, if my mind was racing there, I would, I wouldn't even think about doing that because it was, what, what is so important is right, you know, like staying alive basically. But, but being able to like remind myself is just yeah it's huge that's a great that's amazing so you're doing that you're implementing that and that's a really practical physical thing Mm -hmm. you can do with your body to allow your to allow your your mind to uh, to line up and slow down yeah which then changes your body yeah exactly (laughs) you know so it's like your if your body is racing yeah you change your yeah which again is so counterintuitive, so cool. especially for the type A's or the driven people, because you want to just keep going, going, going. <laughs> and so for me personally, that's that's literally the hardest part in my health journey and spectrum yeah. is, is this place, because I'd much rather just go sweat my tail off every yeah. day, all day. Or even like, or even, okay, sitting down and having like a nice meal, that's a waste of time. Yeah. yeah. Or... Um, you know, I could, I could get something on the run and I can, you know, I can, I can grab my food while I'm running off to this thing or whatever. And what you're saying too, is like when you, when you are in fight or flight mode and you're like stressed out beyond belief, you're not able to digest your food as well. So like, you're not going to be getting those nutrients Mm -hmm. that you could be, that you could be consuming at that Mm -hmm. time. That's, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, you know, meta intentional meditation um, is actually five times more likely to help you maintain your weight loss results. Five times. Five times. That okay. That's... That practice. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, and and another, you know, as far as if this is new to someone, if this is new to someone, yeah, you can look up on YouTube twenty minute, yeah, biblical guided meditation, or yeah. thirty minute or five minute Christian meditation. Yeah, and there's so many great free resources. Abide app is another one. Yeah, that's a great app. Um, Yeah, biblically based, so you're filling Mm. your mind with the truth of the word of God, but it's helping you be aware of your body so that you're switching modes. It's all about the whole goal is to help your body assist your body switch modes. And um, if if we have time, we can go through the other five areas of how to actually leverage your physiology and your physical body to help switch modes. Let's do it. Okay. This is so good. I'm loving this. This is fun. Yeah, this this is is super fun. so I learned this from one of my friends. She owns a business called Scaling Within. Um, so I have to give a shout out to Scaling Within and Meredith. She's she's brilliant. But these five tactics are all 
all physically charged that again it goes back to this this is going to be a practice for all of us right Mm -hmm. so all of us are going to the whole goal is not to be perfect or not be anxious the goal is to recognize earlier and earlier when these thoughts come when I'm okay I feel my physical body I feel my mind starting to enter into this fight or flight like that's the goal is identifying quickly the goal Mm -hmm. is not to just hang out and rest and digest (laughs) that is not real life and that is super lame that's not exciting only that was but no that's not that's not gonna happen so I want everyone to hear me so it needs to be like the goal is to identify it sooner is what you're saying right yeah because when you get in an almost car accident you better believe that you want to kick into survival mode right okay and that's good (laughs) when when you have a deadline coming up like you gotta start yeah you gotta start putting the pedal to the metal um but when it comes to lifestyle and chronic that's where we need to start recognizing these signs of like okay my muscles are tense etc we talked about earlier so using our five senses we have strategies to help our body switch over modes the first is visual so think about um, different landscapes um, being in a physical a different physical environment so um, this could be something as simple as like putting a beautiful landscape or pic- a picture of beautiful flowers or something that inspires you on your phone hmm. so in those moments like okay yeah. things are starting to ramp yep. up you literally or it's like a picture of your family or your kid or like your dog yeah. oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and you start flipping through this little folder on your phone with like beautiful visuals yeah Maybe you're reminding can, you of something beautiful. Right. Yeah. Maybe you can actually get up and go take a walk in nature. Like the That's point, ideal. Yes. Probably. That's yeah. ideal. Yeah. yeah. Actually seeing something different. It could be like um, transforming your space. Like, mm-hmm. is it cluttered? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then really being mindful of creating a space that's that's beautiful visually. It inspires yep. you visually. Yeah. Um, so that's one key. The next is our sense of smell. Mm-hmm. to get us out of a funk so if you're someone who likes essential oils carry that around in your purse or your bag and like take take away take away for that <laughs> take a whiff <laughs> excuse me while i just like yes um, it's like smelling salts from yeah. the 1800s <laughs> to save you from like fainting yes, or something yes. um candles yeah. right like brew a cup of coffee your favorite tea yes. like smelling chocolate chocolate yeah and, <laughs> Uh, 80 percent or higher people. Yeah. <laughs> preference. Um, the point is smell, and then you know if we dive into even that a little bit more, there's different smells activate us different. So if yeah. you're someone who tends to get hyper active, mm-hmm. like you are the person who chronically is in fight or flight mode. Okay, mm-hmm. you might want like lavenders, right? Yeah, like. like- Calming. Cool. Yes. Calming. Yeah. Warm. So like the florals would be like, are too much, right? Is that kind of the idea? Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're someone who feels like you tend to get more depressed, Hmm. okay, and you actually like, man, I wish I could kick up the fight or flight in my life. Yeah. Then you need energizing smells like citrus, Mm -hmm. right? That will help. Peppermint. Those are like awakening, you know, um, helping you with your energy so again that's gonna be different for every person yeah, but really yeah. being intentional as silly as it sounds with smell the third is touch right so this is movement yeah um being active um one of the exercises that i learned from meredith which i'll try to explain for those listening if you put your hands right in front of you 
like you're you know praying putting your palms together and then you twist your thumbs so they're interlocked and your hand kind of forms a butterfly okay yeah that makes sense this is like the napoleon dynamite yes yeah (laughs) and then you put that right on your on your chest or your um, collarbones okay so So your fingers are on your collarbones yes And so your right hand is on your left side. Your left hand is on your right side. Okay. Okay. And then if you tap one at a time, your fingers. I'm doing it right now. Okay. Yeah, I am too. So if you tap. Don't do it while you're driving, but if you're not, please join us. Left, right. Okay. Okay. Kind of do this over and over. Okay. Chances are you're not going to just straight up do this in public. Okay. If you are, go for it. But what I learned, yeah. What I learned again from Meredith and Scaling Within is that is bilateral movement. Right. Bilateral movement, kind of both sides of your brain. You're activating with your physical body. That's okay. why running, you get yep. that endorphins, but it's mm-hmm. also the lateral movement or walking. Yep. Yep. That is incredibly healing. It helps your brain kind of switch over to that yeah. yep. that um, resting mode a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, it's kind of like where people get in the zone, right? Yeah, yeah. So again, it's almost like, like super... it, it is almost meditative. Yes. When you're just, you just keep, yep. you just keep going. Another thing, again, this sounds so weird, but you can give yourself a hug. Like there's, yeah. it releases oxytocin. So if you don't have someone in your life right now that you can just, <laughs> just go, give a, <laughs> go give a bear hug to. But that's real if you've just gone through a divorce. It's real. No, seriously. Like if you're used to getting a lot of hugs and then yeah. all of a sudden you're not getting hugs. That's yeah. like, that's real. Yeah. So again, it, it sounds very silly and comical, but it, physiology, your body doesn't know the difference. Yeah. So literally, okay. if you wrap your arms around yourself <laughs> and like pat yourself on the back, I'm not joking. It, it will release yeah. oxytocin just like if you were getting hugged by someone else. If this is your New Year's resolution to hug yourself every day, <laughs> please let us know. Yeah. Please let us know. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're going to get a bunch of like Instagram stories. I know. People, people just, like hugging themselves. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I bet the Lord loves that. He's like, look I at know. it. They're finally appreciating. Oh, it's okay. So we'll go good on self-love right there. Yeah, we'll go on to number four is yeah. music, right? So hearing, again, um, what music inspires mm-hmm. you? If you are someone that's always up here, you know, yeah. then calming music and vice yeah. versa. So finding that music just to switch it on can change your state pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, and then the last and most exciting is taste. Yes, because okay. of food. Yeah, because of food, because it is um, one of our senses, and it can so be an experience and and healing and beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, leveraging taste with actually enjoying. I'm the worst at this. I'm always on the go. I have a three and a half year old. I'm, you know, entrepreneur, just all eating on the fly. You're busy. Busy. And and everyone's everyone's busy. Everyone's busy. But... Maybe it's a dinner a couple of times a week where you have with a friend mm-hmm. um, or a family member and you like sit down and you really are looking forward to that. You just enjoy the meal, the taste, mm. the texture. Um, it can be brushing your teeth. Yes. No, <laughs> Midday, for real. Yeah. Brushing your teeth, a piece of gum, like just trying to have your body focus on something other than what is causing you to, you know, be in these different states. So, And I want to challenge people too to put their phones down. Like, even if you're even, well, I would say even, like, especially if you're eating alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to just be present with your food and with the experience that you're having. I actually, one of my New Year's resolutions this year is to have a meal with a friend once a week. Hmm. Um, because because I'm not, I, I, I am busy, and um, but I also want to 
learn, I want to get more creative with my cooking, but also just being with someone new once a week mm-hmm. to sit down with a meal and like, I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see how long it goes. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty motivated with it. I'm, I'm excited. Do you want to come over for dinner? I was just going to say, am I going to get invited? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I would, I would love, love that. I would love it. Two more things on the practicals. Please. Is oh, this okay? is great. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. two more things on the practicals that I think would be important um, for us in this season of, number one, really being mindful of our gut health, mm-hmm. you know, because stress is directly, you know, our brains are directly impacted our gut. Yeah. And so when we're in these these seasons of high stress or high, high trauma, we have to recognize that our gut is going through trauma. And yes. that's, that's the root of a lot of health issues. Mm-hmm. And so just throwing a few out here, but kind of like, how do I take care of my gut? Like, what does that mean? Like probiotics, mm-hmm. right? Having a great probiotic can dramatically help you digest food, mm-hmm. feel less bloating, like just have great digestion. And that can mean a supplement or that can mean through some food yep. as well. Yep. Um, L-glutamine, um, digestive enzymes. So if you're someone who frequently like feels not great after meals, you know, having digestive enzymes with mm-hmm. your main meals. Um, if you are someone who likes to do like whole food stuff, aloe vera juice. Um, so thinking of like starting with a half a cup, a cup a day, you can get mm-hmm. aloe vera juice really anywhere. Um, fish oil is another great thing. Um, sauerkraut, kombucha, like mm-hmm. all those gut healing mm-hmm. foods can be really helpful to be mindful to include into your day-to-day. And then the last thing that I'll mention is protein. Yeah. So 97% of the women that I see and work with are not getting enough protein. Yeah. Um, and it's probably the same for guys as well. Yeah. But really your protein should always be be fairly constant um, and, you know, I'd say moderate to high, yeah. especially in, if you're going through a more stressful time, you, you want it to be on that, you know, higher range. Again, work with a nutritionist, like get in contact with me, you know, for, for specifics yeah. based on where you are. Um, and then as far as your fat and your carbohydrates, those will, th- those can change a little bit. Yeah. You know, there's flexibility there, but really making sure that if you're a male or a female that you're getting in that amount of protein because that helps you sleep that helps you recover um it helps you mentally in a big way it helps balance hormones like so many things um protein is a key for so i'd say yeah and it's on gut health and protein no that's super super helpful there's tons packed in here and um i mean if if people want to hear more about you they can certainly listen to your podcast but where else can they find you and where can they get your book Yes. Um, well, the book Food Freedom, Stop Hiding on a Cover Who You're Meant to Be, um, that's on Amazon, um, anywhere you buy books online. Wellwomanco.com is my website. Um, you can also get the book there. I love hanging out on Instagram at Wellwomanco, um, Facebook. Pretty much just search at Wellwomanco, mm-hmm. and that's where you can come hang out. Um, I'm really excited about the Well Woman Intensive that we yeah. have going. Um, it's really perfect for any woman who's in a season of transition and mm-hmm. really asking the question, what's next? Yeah. What am I best at? How do I step into that with the undercurrent of caring for my physical body yeah. in the pursuit? Okay. Because yeah. I believe that, you know, and you, you believe that 
our physical health is a key for stepping into all that God has for us, whether you're male male or female. So that's always a component of what I'm doing, but I'm really excited to see women, you know, realize who they are, what they're best at, what their message Mm -hmm. is and helping them step into that specifically. And the, and the physical aspect is a part of it, but it's like, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not the whole thing. And that's what I love about what you're doing. But, but especially with, um, yeah, so I, I actually want to encourage people to, to be a part of this, um, this intensive, if that's some, if this is kind of resonating with you, um, when we've gone through divorce, when we've gone through rejection, um, (laughs) I took that for a while on myself and blamed myself, blamed my body for it. And that was something that I really needed, I needed to work through. And I did, um, you know, I, I don't know. I think that that's a pretty common experience. Um, and I think that if that is you, um, this intensive could be something that could be really, really important and pivotal for um, for a change. So go for it. Get in touch with Brooke. Um, but Brooke, I am just so, thank you so much for doing this today. Thank you for being on. This is just a delight. Yeah, you inspire me um, regularly, Ellie, and I love hearing your journey being part of it. And well, it's just an honor to be back. So thanks. Yeah, yeah thanks so much. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode with Brooke D. Peterson from Well Women Co. Any information that we mention is found in the show notes. And if you'd like to get in touch with Brooke, you can do that. And that information is, again, found in the show notes. We'll be back next week continuing this series on Now What? Remember, there is healing and there is redemption in Jesus. And there's always hope. Because remember, hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.